right, it's an unusual time for an Inter-Pro match in the middle of the Six Nations. It's also got a lot riding on it. Uh, this is a must-win for Connacht if you're going to catch Munster. It is a must-win, and um, you know we've approached that over, you know, I, I suppose these last couple of weeks. Really, it's uh, it's death or glory for us. You know, we need to um, we we need to make a statement in terms of keeping those wins coming. And um, you know, as pleasing as it is to to be guaranteed for Champions Cup rugby next year, you know, we want to want to top this conference, and um, we've left ourselves a little bit of work to do at this back end of the season. But we've still got real confidence that. Um, we can get ourselves there, and that it is in our control. But it, you know, as you've alluded to, there it will take a big performance and, and making sure we get the result um, away at Munster uh, this week as well. It's a strong team. Um, there's obviously at this stage of the season, there's going to be a few players missing through injury. The, the two that stand out probably for me are long-term Tom Farrell, Quinn Rue would be probably in the starting fifteen. Um, but generally. You're well covered starting, and you've got uh, good cover on the bench as well. Yeah, we do. As you said, you know, Tom and, and Quinn will always be a loss, and um, you know, particularly whether it's into pros or, or any other time of the year. And uh, you know, it's a shame not to have them, but but equally at lock and centre, they're two positions where we do have some really good depth. And um, you know, to be able to trot out, um, you know, Bundy and Tom Daly at centre is fantastic for us. And uh, and then obviously have two senior locks still available in in Alton and Gav. It's um, you know it's uh, it's a shame not to have the other guys, but it's equally it's not a cause for concern. So yeah, we feel uh, feel pretty confident that the strength and depth we've got there in the fifteen, and then then those guys to come off the bench as well. Two names stood out to me uh, in the pack. One was Connor Oliver coming back in as a starter at uh, seven, and John Porch on the wing. And Alex Wooten, who's been scoring tries for fun, is 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 on the bench. Can you give me any any ideas behind the thinking behind that? Yeah, no problems. I mean, in terms of Connor Oliver, we we felt um, I suppose numerous reasons really to include him. I think there's a, he brings a relentlessness and an abrasiveness and a, a terrific engine um, to our back row and to that balance of the back row. And this is exactly the sort of sort of fixture where you want those qualities in the pack. Um, you know, add in the personal element for him in, in terms of, um, you know, being a former Munster player himself, that brings with it an excitement and, a, a, you know, a whole nother level of energy. And as long as that's focused in the right direction and controlled, I think that can add enormous value to an individual's performance and his contribution to the team. So, you know, it's good timing for Connor. We would have liked to use him, you know, in the last couple of weeks. But um, again, the balance and the performance of those other back row players has meant he's not had the opportunity. But this one's been on the horizon for him, and uh, you know I think it's really good timing. So he's trained brilliantly this week. He's got the bit between his teeth, and um, you know I think it's a great game for him to start. And, and we're looking forward to seeing how he goes. Um, in terms of that back three, yeah, absolutely right. Alex Wooden, he's, he's been scoring tries for fun, and um, you know again as a former Munster player, he'll be um, he'll be naturally disappointed not to be starting, but. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll have a prominent role to play off the bench as well. Um, we've got that balance, obviously, as you said, John Porch has played a fair bit at 15 this season. Um, you know, and partly that's been to, to Tiernan's absence um, through a couple of injuries. And, and partly that's just been because Porch has done a really good job in that jersey. So um, it came down to looking a little bit of the balance of that back three. You've got Matt Healy's left foot, which is important to us. You know, when Jack Carty's at 10 as opposed to Connor Fitzgerald, it gives us a nice balance with a right foot and a left foot kicker there in a game where there will be an element of, of kicking and that, that part of the game will be important in terms of the, the flow of momentum. 
Um, but, uh, you know, Tiernan's natural position is fullback, and, and we think he's, he's best at 15. So it really only leaves that one wing spot. And, um, you know, Portu's been terrific for us under the high ball, but also around, I suppose, his aggressiveness with the contact and, and some of that backfield management. So there's uh, enormous pluses in the column for, for John, and, and there's also enormous pluses for, for Woods. And, um, you know, unfortunately this time Alex is the one to miss out. But as I said, he'll have a role to play off the bench and, and he'll be determined to make an impact as well. It's an interesting-looking uh, monster side. I suppose they're 9 and 10. Uh, Craig Casey is flavour of the month at the moment and, you know, he's been talked about a lot as, as an, a potential Ireland scrum half for a long-term basis. Ben Healy's at 10. Um, is closing them down and putting them under, making sure they get difficult ball, an absolute key to this one for you? I, I think it is a key factor. You know, I, I think you're right to highlight that. Um, you know, in terms of their game management, um, you know, that's something that's really important to, to all teams, but especially Munster in terms of how they navigate their way through the field zones, um, but also how they coordinate their attack from set piece, which, which as we know, is, is again a really important, um, really important weapon for them. So those two will be keen to that. And as you said, there's a bit of youth there. They're both very good players, um, but certainly in an interpro where there's an enormous amount to play for for both sides, there'll be, um, you know, there'll be pressure on them as, as you would expect, and they would expect nonetheless either. So, you know, we'll um, we'll look to apply some of that pressure and see what sort of reward we can get there. But it, it's, you know, it's not just about putting them off their game. It's about the impact that it potentially then has, you know, in terms of how the whole team wants to function. Um, but, you know, there's some pretty good players around them as well. So, uh, you know, in terms of um, what they've got there in the back row and, and the inside backs either side of them. So, you know, it's not just as simple as going after one or or two guys and hoping the whole, um, you know, the house of cards comes down. There'll be good support for them. Uh, and as I said, they're very good players in their own right. But um, no, we'll, we'll certainly go after them and, and look to apply pressure wherever we can. Connick's record uh, away to Munster doesn't make uh, great reading. Uh, it's a difficult place to go. Um, the last team to beat Munster, other than Leinster in Thoman Park, was the Scarlets. That was four years ago. And Connacht have only got one win in 20 in Munster and one draw in um and I know that's all in the past and you don't have control of that, but I've watched a lot of those games down there live. Sadly, I won't be doing it tomorrow. Um, access to the actual game is very difficult against Munster. Maybe more so than any team. It's almost like the game is happening around and in front of you. And you can work really hard. And I've seen Connacht go down and work really hard and get very, very little return. How, how do you actually get into a pattern so that you can actually influence the game rather than just take part in it? That's a, it's a really interesting question. Uh, and I think what Munster generally have done well in these games against Connacht and, and particularly, uh, particularly down there is that, um, you know, they've probably struck first blow and um, you know they'll, they'll come at you with an enormous physicality and, and organisation behind that physicality. And when they get that score or, or get those few points ahead, you know they're very good at then maintaining that pressure and, and maintaining that momentum. So for us, it becomes how you break that momentum cycle once you get into that position. So I suppose there's a few things for us. 
Firstly, is to make sure that they don't get easy access to the game initially, and, and whether that's uh, access to your 22, whether that's uh, um, cheap penalties, either to get shots at goal or, or kicks for, for line-outs and malls within your 22, or, or whether that's actually points. It's making sure we don't give up anything lightly too easily. Now, obviously, that's always a focus in any game, but with that flow of momentum, it's particularly important, I think, against Munster. Um, the other element or another element is is what kind of access we give them in terms of their platform. So if you're recognising that, you know, they're, they're particularly dangerous off certain parts of the game, whether that's the mall, whether that's structured plays from lineouts, um, you know, how we control our use of the ball in terms of our counter-attack, um, our kicking game, when we kick, what types of kick we use, whether we're going uh, long to touch, long down the middle of the field, contestable. There's a whole variety of options there that we can control when we're in possession of the ball. And the knock-on effect then is that you deprive them of, of the platforms that they're looking for to generate their momentum. So I think that's key as well. And the last bit we've actually talked about a lot this week, and you know, it's probably no great surprise to you, but we've still got to fire shots ourselves. It's not just about going down there and looking to contain them. And admittedly, you know, even with my defence hat on, we've got to fire some shots uh, and we've got to cause them trouble and back our game to be good enough to stress them. And, and I think if there's, um, you know, of the many learnings we've taken in recent weeks, I think the strength of our form away from home and, and against some pretty, um, pretty resilient opposition at times, uh, we've proved that our game can cause other teams problems and, and can reverse that that uh, flow of momentum and, and um, as I said, actually cause some damage at the other end. So it's being wary about their threats and how we give them opportunity or access um, to using those threats, but at, at the same time not being afraid to back ourselves and, and fire a few shots and know that it doesn't have to be perfect. It, you know, these types of games away at Munster, you can go down there and maybe you can see an early penalty or maybe two and all of a sudden you can feel like it's, it's not your day. But I think where this Connacht team has evolved is being able to go into these sort of games. Maybe you do hit a speed bump, but the belief remains. And, uh, you know, you gather your thoughts and you go again. And actually it's not decided in the first five minutes or the first couple of plays. There's a longer game to be played there. And, um, and you know, as, as Benetton last week proved, if you win it with the last play of the game, you're still winning the game. And, and it's about hanging in there and backing yourself to get there in the end. Yeah, the game in um, Galway uh, in early in the new year there, Connacht were out of that game for so long, but you weren't that far behind. And then you got an opportunity and you got it back to a winnable opportunity and you Connacht didn't make the right decisions and you, you've acknowledged that. And, you know, playing against 13 men, there was maybe not a clear thought. Are you in a better position now, do you think, to exploit that sort of situation? Have these wins and the consistency of selection helped you? Uh, I do think we're in a better spot to exploit those opportunities. I, I think, um, you know, we suffered in, in those two or three games with, um, you know, how we executed at the tail end of games. Um, but I, I think what we've shown there in terms of our performance against Cardiff and then certainly how we saw the game out there against Benetton is that, um, that we have learned from that. And as you said, whether it's down to consistency of selection or, or just clarity of options in those moments or, or actually just belief that we can do it as opposed to hoping to do it, we, we genuinely believe we can do it. I think we have showed that we've evolved in that, in that space. Um, and I would like to think, you know, you don't get the luxury, but if we had our time again in, in some of those games, whether it you know, be Ulster or, or Munster or 
Ospreys. Those moments that we have had to learn from, I'd like to think we'd handle them, um, you know, differently and better now with the growth that we've had since then. And and you know, that's not just blind optimism. I think we've shown that, as I said, with the Cardiff and the Benetton performances, that that we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm.